Chapter 38 Baba's Handi Disrespect of Shrine Kala or Hodgepodge Cup of Buttermilk In the last chapter we described Baba's Chavati procession. In this we take up Baba's Handi that is the cooking pot and some other subjects. Preliminary O blessed Sadhguru Sai, we bow to you who has given happiness to the whole world, accomplished the welfare of the devotees and have removed the affliction of those who have resorted to your feet. By being very liberal and also being the protector and saviour of the bhaktas who surrender themselves to you, you have incarnated yourself in this world to oblige mankind and do them good. The liquid essence of pure self was poured into the mould of Brahma and out of this has come out the crest jewel of the saint's Sai. This Sai is Atmaram himself. He is the abode of the perfect divine bliss. After having attained himself all objects of life, he made his devotees established on the path. Baba's Handi Different sadhanas, that is, means of accomplishments, are prescribed in our script for different ages. Tapa or penance is recommended for Krita age. Dhyan or knowledge for Triyata age. Yagnya, that is sacrifice, for Dwapara age. And Dhan, that is charity, for Kala the present age. Of all the charities, giving food is the best one. We are much perturbed when we get no food at noon. Other beings feel similarly under such circumstances. After knowing this, he who gives food to the poor and hungry is the best donor or charitable person. The Tantriya Upanishad says that food is Brahma. From food all the creatures are born and by food they live and after having departed into food again they enter. When an atithi, that is a guest, comes to our door at noon, it is our duty to welcome him by giving him food. Other kinds of charities, that is giving away wealth, property and clothes etc. require some discrimination but in the matter of food no such consideration is necessary. If anybody comes to our door at noon, he should be served forthwith. And if a lame, crippled, blind and diseased person comes, they should be fed first and the able-bodied persons and our relations afterwards. The merit of feeding the former is much greater than that of feeding the latter. Other kinds of charities are imperfect without this annadan, that is donation of food, just as stars without the moon, necklace without its pendant, crown without its pinnacle, pond without a lotus, bhajan without devotion, married lady without the kumkum mark, song without a sweet voice, or buttermilk without salt. Just as varan, that is pulsu, excels all other dishes, Annadan is the best of all merits. Now let us see how Baba prepared food and distributed to others.
It has been stated before that Baba required very little food for himself and whatever little he wanted was obtained by begging from a few homes. But when he decided to distribute food to all, he made all the preparations himself. He depended nobody and troubled none in this matter. First he went to the bazaar and bought all the things, corn, flour, spices, etc., paying cash. He also did the grinding. In the open courtyard of the masjid, he arranged a big hearth and after lighting a fire, he kept a handi over it and with proper measure of water. There were two kinds of handis, one small and the other big. The former provided food for 50 persons, the latter for 100. Sometimes he cooked mithe chawal, that is sweet rice, and at times biryani with meat. At times in the boiling varan, that is the soup, he let in small balls of thick or flat bread of wheat flour. He grinded the spices on a stone slab and put the thin pulverized spices into the cooking pot. He took all pains to make the dishes very palatable. He prepared ambil by boiling jawari flour in water and later mixing it with buttermilk and then boiled both together. With the food he distributed this ambil to all alike. To see whether the food was properly cooked or not, Baba rolled up the sleeve of his kafni and put his bare arm in the boiling cauldron without fear and churned like moved the whole mass from side to side and up and down. There was no mark of burn on his arm nor fear on his face. When the cooking was over, Baba got the pots in the masjid and had them duly consecrated by the Maulvi, that is the Muslim priest. First he sent part of the food as prasad to Mahal Sapati and Tatya Patil and then he served the remaining contents with his own hand to all the poor and helpless people to their heart's content. Really blessed and fortunate must be those people who got food prepared by Baba and served by him. Somebody may raise a point here and ask, did Baba distribute vegetarian and non-vegetarian food as prasad to all his devotees? The answer is plain and simple. Those who were accustomed to non-vegetarian food were given non-vegetarian food from the handi as prasad and those who were not so accustomed were given vegetarian meal. He never created in them any wish or desire to indulge in this food. There is a principle that when a guru himself gives anything as prasad, the disciple who thinks and doubts whether it is acceptable or otherwise goes to perdition, that is future misery. In order to see whether any disciple has imbibed this principle, Baba at times put them to tests 
For instance, on an Ekadashi day, he gave some rupees to Dada Kelkar and asked him to go in person to Kohorla to get meat from there. This Dada Kelkar was an orthodox Brahmin and adhered to all orthodox manners in his life. He knew that offering wealth, grain and clothes etc. to a Sadguru was not enough but that implicit obedience to him and prompt compliance with his order was the real Dakshina that pleased him most. So Kaka Kelkar dressed himself and started for the place. Then Baba called him back and said, don't go yourself but send somebody. Then Dada sent his own servant Pandu for the purpose. When Baba saw him going, he asked Dada to call him back and cancel that program. On another occasion, Baba asked Dada just to see how the saltish biryani, that is the mutton dish, was done. The latter replied casually that it was all right. Then Baba said to him, neither have you seen it with your eyes nor tasted it with your tongue, then how could you say that it was good? Just take off the lid and see. While saying this, Baba caught his arm and thrust it into the pot and added, take some out of this leaving aside your orthodox ways and taste a little. When a wave of real love rises in a mother's mind, she pinches her child and when he begins to cry, she hugs him close to her bosom. Similarly, Baba in a true motherly way pinched Dada Kelkar in this way. Really, no saint or guru will ever force his orthodox disciple to eat forbidden food in his religion. The handi business went on for some time till 1910 and was stopped thereafter. As stated before, Daskanu spread the fame of Baba by his kirtans far and wide in the Mumbai presidency and people from that part of the country began to flock to Shirdi, which became very soon a place of pilgrimage. The devotees brought with them various articles for presentation and offered various dishes of food as Nevedya. The quantity of Nevedya offered by them was so much that the fakirs and paupers could feed themselves to their heart's content, leaving some surplus behind. Before stating how Nevedya was distributed, we shall refer to Nana Saheb Chandorkar's story showing Baba's regard for local shrines and deities. Nana Sahib's disrespect of a shrine. By drawing inferences or guessing in their own way, some people said that Sai was a Brahmin and some said that he was a Muslim. In reality, he belonged to no caste. No one knew definitely when he was born and in what community and who his parents were. Then how could he be a Muslim or Brahmin? If he was a Muslim, how could he keep Duni ever burning in the masjid? How could there be a Tulsi Vrindavan there? How could he allow the blowing of 
conches and ringing of bells how could he allow all the different forms of hindu worship there had he been a muslim could he have ears pierced and could he have spent money from his pocket for repairing hindu temples on the contrary he never tolerated the slightest disrespect to shrines and deities once nana saheb chandorkar came to shirdi with his sadhu that is husband of his wife's sister mr binewale when they went to the masjid and sat beside baba the latter suddenly got angry with nana saheb and said you have been so long in my company then why do you behave like this nana saheb at first did not understand anything and humbly requested baba to explain baba asked him when did he come to kopargaon and how he came to shirdi from there nana saheb then at once realized his mistake he usually worshiped the shrine of datta on the banks of the godavari at kopargaon on his way to shirdi but this time he dissuaded his relative who was datta bhakta from going to that shrine in order to avoid delay and drove straight he confessed all this to baba and told him that while bathing in the godavari a big thorn went into his foot and gave him much trouble baba said that that was a slight punishment he met and warned him to be more careful in future kala that is hodgepodge to revert to the distribution of the naivedya after the aarti was over and after baba sent away the people with hoodie and blessings he went inside and sat behind a curtain with his back to the nimbar for meals with two rows of the inmate devotees one on each side the bhaktas brought naivedya containing a variety of food such as puris mande polis basundi sansa fine rice etc and kept waiting outside for prasad consecrated by baba all the foods were mixed in a hodgepodge and placed before baba he offered it to god and consecrated it then portions of the same were given to the persons waiting outside and the rest was served to the group of devotees inside with baba at the center the bhaktas sitting in two rows then dined to their heart's content baba asked shama and nana saheb nimomkar daily to serve the consecrated food to all persons sitting inside and look to their individual needs and comforts this they did very carefully and willingly every morsel of the food thus partaken gave them fulfillment and satisfaction such sweet lovely and consecrated food it was ever auspicious and ever holy cup of buttermilk once hemanpat had eaten to his full capacity in this company when baba offered him a cup of buttermilk its white appearance pleased him but there was no space for it he however took only a sip on seeing his faltering attitude baba said 
drink it all. You won't get any such opportunity hereafter. He drank it off then and found that Baba's words were prophetic for he passed away after a brief period. Now readers, we have certainly to thank Hemant He drank the cup of buttermilk but has supplied us with sufficient quality of nectar and quantity in form of Baba's Leelas. Let us drink this nectar to our heart's content and be satisfied and happy. Bow to Shri Sai. Peace be to all.